What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. And welcome to Unequal Sequel Extra. First extra of the uh, the new year, Rich. How are you feeling? Yeah, um, all right actually. My back, my back isn't too bad today. Like I've had a, you know, I've been complaining about my back on the podcast a lot. I feel like, but yeah, it's not too bad today. The um, drugs are working then. They are starting to, I think. So yeah, that's a good sign. <laughs> oh good well I'm, I'm happy for you how was your new year how was christmas yeah it was lovely mate yeah it was all nice yeah it was nice nice family time you know like christmas always is you know my uh my body fat index is like 60 percent cheddar like, yeah. You know, like yeah, i think uh yeah i need to go on a health kick now well as soon as the last of the christmas cake and stuff is gone then hammer it on some on a, on a, some healthy times. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure I put on a stone over Christmas. I wouldn't be surprised if I'd done the same. Oh, so I'm, I'm mainly chocolates and cakes and cheese and <laughs> yeah. ham and meat. I've got so much cheese; it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, <laughs> cheese is yeah. great, though. I just got a lot of cheese to go through. <laughs> uh, and we're back to watching movies. Yeah, I've watched. Actually, I've watched quite a lot of movies because. You know, my my wife goes to bed a lot earlier than I do, and because I've not had work to get up for, I've been staying up late and watching lots of movies. Uh, anything good? Um, yeah, Tick Tick Boom, amazing, absolutely loved it. Like f- completely and utterly fell in love with it. Um, I I don't like musicals normally, and this might be a turning point for me because I absolutely wow. loved that movie. Um, and why? Why did you love it so much? I, mean, I don't know. It's great. It just it just got me in right in the feels. I think. It's just just exactly the right time for me to watch it, you know. I just kind of yeah, it was sad and happy and beautiful and frustrating all at the same time. And oh man, I actually like the songs. Like that doesn't happen in but musicals I've watched in the past. I'm like, oh my god, probably helps that Andrew Garfield can actually sing as well. Like sometimes, like Sweeney Todd, which is another musical I've watched, and Johnny Depp cannot sing. Like yeah, his singing voice is terrible. That kind of turns me off straight away. Um, rock of Ages, I tried to watch because I thought, oh, it's a rock musical; it should be okay. But then, like some of the singing in that is is awful, and I only got about ten minutes into that. To be honest, with Tick Tick Boom, it took me two goes. I turned it on, and then about literally about a minute in, I was like, no, no, I can't do it. It's a musical. I'm not going to watch it. And I was like, no, don't be stupid. 
Come back to it the next day, give it a watch. And honestly, I was hooked. I loved it. You're a semi-film critic now, Rich. So <laughs> Semi-film critic. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, moves us along nicely onto what we're doing today. First mm. film of the year. We know it came out in 2021, but we were both busy. So we thought we'd ease everyone into this one. So we are talking and reviewing Matrix Resurrections. Yes, yes we are. And I would like to say off the top, it's nice to get my worst film of the year out of the way in January. (laughs) This is 2021 film, so let's just save it for that. Okay, all right. We'll we'll pretend, we'll call it a 21 film then, even though I watched it in 2022. Uh, And I always have to, I've been looking forward to asking you this question, which is, Mm. can you tell us the plot? Probably not, is the answer. Because <laughs> I'm not sure it's really got one. Um, the The plot is... Uh, <laughs> it's sort of similar to the first one, <laughs> but, but not. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Neo is back in the Matrix somehow. Um, we'll, we'll maybe spoil that later when we get into spoilers, give you a big warning. Yeah. Um, and... And that, and yeah, it's about how he's learning to get out and use his powers and do all that shit again. <laughs> I'm, uh, you're, you might be better at doing the plot on this one, Dave, because no. I'm not enthusiastic in this movie whatsoever. <laughs> I, I love the fact that you can't even describe the plot. It's, it's okay, okay. Yeah. Where do you, where I'm going to get you to start because I, I feel like you're going to come in hot straight away. Mm, yeah. Uh, so. First of all, you're not a fan of the Matrix films, are you? No, I'm not a massive fan of the Matrix films. Um, the first one's all right. I didn't. It wasn't mind blowing like everyone else found it. I didn't find it mind blowing for me. Uh, uh, weirdly, there's a bit in this film where it's quite self referential, and there's someone going, oh, "I know you guys all loved it, but I didn't. I didn't find the first one that great." That's you're, you're that guy. guy. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. I'm okay. like, I'm really sorry. I know everyone loves this movie. I wasn't all that on board. However, it is way better than the sequels. So the original Matrix is way better than the, the sequels that, fo- that followed it. And the sequels that followed it are way better than this turd that I just watched. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because on this podcast, we've got a history with the uh, the Matrix sequels. They brought up a lot for being the most disappointing sequels mm. we've watched. Yeah. So I'm preparing myself for this, Rich. So... The floor is yours. Tell us what you thought. So we've, I've talked before about when I've gone to the cinema and I'm not someone who leaves a movie halfway through. Um, I stick it to the end even though I'm hating it. However, I genuinely could say that if I hadn't gone to watch this movie for this podcast, I would have left after an hour. Because wow. my back was really hurting. I thought, why am I putting myself through this pain? This movie is not worth staying and watching. It's laughably bad. Like it's it is, it, it's like someone took the Matrix and thought we'll make a parody of the Matrix, and somehow turn it into a kind of Richard Curtis rom com, but without the romance or the comedy. Like it's just it's awful. I can I cannot think of a nice thing to say about it, and I don't like that because I don't I don't like absolutely hating on movies, but I can't I can't think of anything I liked about it at all. Like it, there are stupid things in it. I mean, I and I don't obviously 
Are we allowed to spoil? Are we going to say spoilers, Dave? Are we going to give people yeah, a warning? I think we should do spoilers. It's been out for a couple of weeks now. Uh, I think it's safe to say. So people, if you haven't seen Matrix Resurrections and you don't want to know what happens, then stop listening now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's very self-referential. It's, it's almost a movie in three parts. So it was like the first act, second act, and then the last act. That's, so the f- that's good, right? I mean, that's a standard structure for a movie, yes. Yeah, okay. The first act is essentially taking the piss out of Matrix being the, the film even existing in the first place. So the first act is all about how are we going to remake this game that Neo has designed called The Matrix. And isn't Thomas, it funny that we're going to... Well. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> Same bloody person. Thomas Anderson, Neo, Mr. Anderson. Um yeah, so yeah, how are, how is it ridiculous that we're making this that this fourth part of this trilogy game that nobody wants, nobody wants, nobody asked for, nobody needed, um, and how they make it? You know, it's all that self-referential bullshit that's supposed to be funny and wasn't funny. Mm. Um, that that's the first act, um, but there's also this weird kind of rom-commy stuff of Neo meet, seeing Trinity, kind of recognizing Trinity called Tiffany at this point, not Trinity. Um, and yeah, his kind of unrequited kind of feelings for her. And yeah, just stupid stuff. I mean, literally, I, like I say, that that's about the first hour and I probably would have left after that. I, I mean, I, I would, I, yeah, that's when I went to leave. Uh, the second part is Neo kind of, we, we the second part is the first movie again. So Neo wakes up, takes the red pill, ends up disconnecting from the Matrix, blah, blah, blah. We've seen it all before. Although it's even more self-referential. There is a, t- a point where someone goes, you know what we need? And and Keanu goes, mm, bullet time. We're like, fuck off. Like, he's literally like, just fuck off. Like, <laughs> That's for no one in that movie. That no character gives a shit about that. You didn't have bullet time in the second and third one, so it's not obviously no. a long abandoned thing. This is just a call back to the first one to appease the fans that have gone. Where's the bullet time? I mean, I know you're one of them, Dave. So I'm sorry, but yeah, that was yeah. almost like a. He should have held up like a sign, like Bugs Bunny with an arrow on it, and gone ding, 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 bullet time. Look, look, look. See, look what we did. Look what we did. Huh? 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 And it was rubbish. <laughs> it was rubbish. Um, yeah, loads of like uh, characters that had come back but were different people. So obviously, yeah, like, got a bit confusing. That. Very confusing. So Jada Pinkett Smith is back, but old, like like been aged and is the leader of the resistance. Yeah, it's been so. It's been sixty years since yeah. the first Matrix, and it turns out that the reason that that Neo and Trinity are back in the Matrix is because. They have, they're essentially clones of themselves, right? They've been mm, remade yeah. by the machines, which again was kind of baffling. Um, of like, how, if if they can clone people, why do they need people in the first place? Like, why do they need the human race when they can just clone people to make batteries out of them? What's the point? Fair like, point. Fair point. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Um, so, uh, uh, Jonathan Groff, who, who is Agent Smith. That's a big reveal and doesn't really yeah. do anything. Doesn't really matter. Well, doesn't, there's no point to it. There's no, why is he Agent Smith? What's the point? Could be anyone. I but thought also, he was quite fun, though, as him. I thought he was all right. 
but there's also a point where Morpheus is also Agent Smith. He's Morpheus slash Agent Smith. Like, there's a yeah, whole discussion true. about that. I'm like, what? The, who is? What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> who is who? I still don't understand what the point of actually having bullets are. Because they don't do anything. No one gets hit by one. <laughs> and if they do, it's the Matrix. And it's all ma- imaginary, essentially. So bullets mean nothing. I just, uh, just, I don't know. None of it. None of it makes any sense. Christina Ritchie pops up at one point, which I quite liked. That's a positive for you. I think she's good. <laughs> and, then, and then swiftly disappears again. And then never see her again. Yeah, she's in it for all of three minutes, and that's it. Um, I found the first hour quite clunky, especially awful, when they were st- awful. when they were were name naming like Warner Brothers and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. That, and the but, whole thing's uh, very meta, uh, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Isn't this smart? I was like, well, this feels very space, uh, uh, space jam too. Very much. It was, it was so self-referential. It was almost a parody of itself, essentially. Mm. And and that's what I, I was. That's kind of what made me want to leave. Is that I'm not up for scary movie Matrix. You know, like I, if I wanted to watch a parody of the Matrix, I'd watch a parody of the Matrix. This isn't what I was signed up for. And it does get a bit better, I suppose. The third act is a bit better. But then what really pisses me off about the third act is that the trailer tells you what's going to happen. So uh, Neo makes a big thing about not having all his powers. He can't fly, for example. Um, And then you know what's going to end up. Trinity and Neo end up on a roof surrounded. And we know what happens because it's in the trailer. They fucking jump off. Like we've seen it, and the only the big big reveal, which I whoop de do, it's Trinity who can fly, not Neo. Well, big who cares? Honestly, like I could have seen that one coming. Like you may as well have telegraphed that six months ago, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, that's kind of it, really. Neil Patrick Harris is the baddie, the analyst. (laughs) Didn't didn't work for me at all. You know, he looks like brains from Thunderbirds with his big blue glasses on. Yeah, I didn't get him. I mean, he's quite sinister. I'll give him that. He's he's he can he can be sinister, but he was almost too smirky to to be to feel evil. Um, yeah, I don't think I enjoyed any of it really. I like. I think you've got notes, Rich, and I'm very impressed. I haven't got notes. No, I haven't. This oh. is what's on my head. I'm just looking at IMDb at the moment and going, is there anyone else who who I thought was all right? <laughs> yeah, how did you think Keanu was? Uh, the most wooden I've ever seen him ever, and that's Oof. saying something. Like, <laughs> dialed in would be what I would say. Like, uh, you know, they may as okay. well have CGI'd him for all the emotion that he showed. Yeah. I, I, I listened back to our Matrix spoiler trailer special thing. Mm. And in it, you wanted this film to have more heart, less action, and to say something different. None, right. none of that. No, I think it had a bit more heart than... <laughs> Do you? Do you really? I, I quite... I was there for the the Neo-Trinity love story. That's the thing <sighs> that kept me engaged. I thought it was a terrible fucking love story, though. That's the problem. It's that... <laughs> It's like the whole point of that. Okay, so the the big the big reveal is basically that the reason they they regenerated Neo and Trinity is because they they somehow generate more energy when they're next to each other. It's like love fucking conquers all kind of thing, and 
Yeah, fair enough. That's a that's a very nice message, isn't it? That's that works in a rom com, but it's not a rom com, is it? And when I say more heart, I mean I want to feel something. I don't want mush. Hmm. Like that's not what I meant by heart. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I when well, you you text me when I come out of age, like I want to know what you think, <laughs> yeah. and I said. Well, I have no ill feelings towards it. Yeah, yeah. And you thought that meant as I liked it. Well, I I thought you meant, yeah. Well, no, I didn't take it as you like it. I I took it as you didn't hate it. Whereas I absolutely hated it. It is. I, I think it's largely forgettable. <laughs> I think it panders to the fans of the second and third more than the first one. Mm. I think there's nothing that makes this one stand out at all. There's no memorable set pieces. Even in the second and third one, there's stuff in there you think, oh, the car chase in the second one, the the the, the fight at the chateau in the second one. Even the the attack on Zion is pretty memorable. And then you watch this one and you think, it's all it's nothing. There's nothing there. There's no meat on the bones. They're not even fighting the machines anymore, are they? Really? Because they're friends with like some of the machines are their friends now. So. Yeah. It's not like, and there are nice smiley blue machines instead of just red-eyed ones that look that scary. You know, like, what the, f- <laughs> what what's the point? What's the point of any of it? Well, that that is what I was thinking this morning. I was like, what was the point of it? No idea. No I mean, idea. I've read things now that they don't plan. This was never planned to be more than this one. The the producers Thank are like, God, no, that's it for now. Or that that was that story. They have left it open again for. Mm, they have, further yeah, adventures. They shouldn't. Uh, they should leave this well alone now. Leave well, it, seriously. I, I really liked the music. I thought the music was great. I really liked the beginning when you you know the the matrixy sound starts. I was like, oh okay, here we go. Uh, mm. And it, it never really got going for me. And it took two and a half hours. And like you said, the first hour I found was clunky. And then we repeat ourselves, and they try and be smart about it. Um, like the Morpheus character, I'm not quite sure it is Morpheus. It's just a, it's a program, isn't it? That's yeah. That He's just yada yada yada. You know all this, <laughs> and then we see the fight in another dojo, and and then there's the whole Smith storyline with Jonathan Grove, which I thought he was really cool as. I really yeah, enjoyed yeah. his character. I like him. I liked I liked him as an actor. You know, it just, I like, the character didn't go anywhere. I like a lot of the actors actually, but that's the. It just didn't feel like anything. Like it just yeah, it just it was it was a bit it was a, it was a bit soulless. Like I, I don't think I hate this film, but I don't think I'm going to think of this film. If you know mm. what I mean, yeah. I think Rich, it's going to be one of those films you think, oh, I can't be as bad as I remember it, and we keep going back to it. Right, not for me. <laughs> I think maybe because I was in I was in quite a lot of pain for my back, and and I was kind of I think what made it worse is the fact that. I sat in the cinema in an uncomfortable seat, in in pain, and I thought, "What am I doing here? Why am I, why am I here? I could be at home, laid on the sofa, watching the Last Jewel. You know, why, why am I here?" Oh my, oh my, God! So there's literally nothing, literally nothing. You can't see any positives. I would, yeah, I, I genuinely can't think of anything. No, because there's no, there's no. When I say think about an action set piece, there's a bit on a train, which it doesn't do anything new. If you're bringing back the matrix, it's a bit. On the, I can't even remember the bit on the train. 
Like when the, you, you said there's a bit on a train, and I was thinking, oh yeah, there's a bit on a train. And I was like, no, no, that's Book of Boba Fett <laughs> that I watched before I went. <laughs> they're they're in Japan. They're on a train. And it, do you think it's clever how they? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I you do. don't look impressed was, by that at all. It was shit. <laughs> Sorry. Um, they've got rid of phones. Now you use mirrors and doors. Yeah, improvement or no? No, I mean I didn't even notice. Like, it's like, yeah, they could go through a mirror. And I was like, oh, this mirror's quite small. How are we going to fit? Like, you just do. <laughs> just, 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 just do it. Like, all right, then. <laughs> Bloody hell, guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Oh, there's one character I really hated. I think he's called Jude. And he's like, um, like Neo's mate. Basically, but it turns out he's a oh, program yeah. just he's designed program. to handle him. I was like, this guy can get in the bin. <laughs> As a person and an actor. Well, I, maybe not the actor. I don't want to be too harsh on someone's acting, but you know, the character can get in the bin. Yeah. Do you know what I found was weird when they brought back Merovingian, whatever his name is, the yeah. weird French guy? That took me a while to figure out who he was as well. Any if, idea what he was saying? No, not a clue. Not a clue. Basically, some tramps turned up at one point and had a fight. And I had no idea why. Because they're programs that have been exiled, Rich. Right, okay. And um, I think... How do programs go facial hair? Well, <laughs> or get <make> dirty? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, honestly, Rich, I still don't actually understand what was going on for most of it. No, but me neither. I'm, I'm one of those people that don't really buy into the second and third films. Um, no. Deep theories and Is thoughts. it deep? I don't think it's that deep. I don't think it's that deep. I think it's going, huh? Isn't this fucking clever? Eh? 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 But, like, it's not deep. It's not, it doesn't make you think. It doesn't go, oh, oh, what if? The first Matrix, yeah, it does make you go, what if we are all living in a simulation? Yeah, that's cool. You know, what, you know that is pretty cool. But once you've thought that, so what? <laughs> that's not, there's no more deep thought about this movie. There's nothing about this movie that's kind of meaningful. Yeah. That nothing that other movies haven't said ten times better. You know? Yeah. There's nothing about this movie that, you know, Blade Runner doesn't do better in terms of dealing with AI. You know, there isn't anything in this movie that, you know, any any fucking decent love, love story does better than this. You know, there isn't anything in this movie that makes you think beyond anything else I've ever seen. You know, it's just... I am I am a little bit disappointed you do enjoy the love story. I thought Carrie Ann Moss was nice. It was nice seeing her replay. Was, do you know what was Trinity? nice? I thought of a positive, actually. I oh, thought finally. A positive. I thought it was nice that we had a woman who was the same age as like her male counterpart. Mm. The love story was actually two people of appropriate age for each other and it wasn't an old man and a young girl. I liked that. I liked mm. that they that Carrie Ann Moss was came back as Trinity and that was the strong love story. Because listen up young people, old people fall in love too. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Um so yeah, that's a positive. That's a positive. Yeah, but I, I didn't. So you you don't think they should have gone back to the world? You should because the Matrix, the third one, ends in quite a nice place. That you know that Neo's stopped Smith. Uh, they've made a compromise with the robots that the people who want to be 
let out or let out. Uh, he's kind of the Jesus kind of, kind of figure. Hmm. He goes disappears in in those circumstances. Um, yeah, and then bringing this back, you think, oh, it must be they must do something clever or there must be a purpose. And there's nothing, nothing clever, nothing. Clever. No purpose either. It's just the most. It's no. very forgettable. It's kind of going to remind me of Beverly Hills Cop Three. There's just I'm not going to think of it when I think of the first two films. I'm I'm going to think of it because I'm. It's in my list of worst sequels, so it's there wow. now. So yeah, I'm going to ask the questions now. Mm-hmm. Uh, unequal sequel, yes or no, and rating, Rich. <sighs> I don't know if it's unequal or not because I didn't like the third one either. So like, <laughs> if we're comparing it to the first Matrix movie, then it's yeah, it's definitely unequal. If we're comparing it to three, then. Actually, I don't think he's even as good as three. Like so, yeah, unequal because I think it's the worst of the four. And out of seven, none, zero. Wow, I'm not giving it anything. Yeah, nothing. It's not worth anything. I'm not even giving it half a star. It's not even as good as Home Sweet Home Alone. I'd rather watch Home Sweet Home Alone again than watch this. You see, out of the two people who were going into this film, I thought you would have been the more positive one because you're not a fan of these. Like me too, because I I will stick up for the Wachowskis. Every every time, because I think the stuff they make looks beautiful, and I guess I guess if I'm searching for positive, the cinematography is nice in places. Like there are shots that are nice in this movie, but there's nothing that warrants giving it anything. Honestly, like okay, I hate being I hate being this guy. I hate being this guy because I don't like I don't like not finding the good in something, but. I especially people, especially people uh, directors you like. I know, I know. But I genuinely didn't like anything about it at all. This was only Lana, wasn't it? it wasn't it? Was only Lana? Lana? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and and the fight team didn't come back, or Bill Pope didn't do the cinematography. Um, lot of lot of the the people that make Matrix Matrix weren't mm. in the the crew, and it kind of tells. To be honest, it does yeah. look, and I like the sound of it. I like the music. I didn't have a problem with that. It sort of felt a bit dated, actually. Like It didn't feel like a, a film from 2021, 2022. No. And I don't think the box office is going to help it. it. It was released at an awful time. Like, mm. you couldn't pick a worse time. Like, a new variant of COVID just dropped and everyone got told not to go anywhere. And there was a lot of, like, what if that, what if this? And the, the, yeah. the, the, the infection numbers are ridiculously high, mm. especially in the UK. Because we're COVID, COVID capital of the world, I think. Um, woo. Well, what a nice. Another um, thing to be proud of. <laughs> yeah. I would give it two and a half stars. Wow. I okay. That's, that's possibly a... even three out of seven. You know? Wow. Okay. What did you like me, about it then, Dave? For me, it was such a middle of the road film. Everything okay. was just okay. But it, when you think, Matrix to me, unlike you, is like high tier it's in my mm. top tier of movies the t- two and three are not and i am one of those people that loves the action and yeah. less of the the theories and whatever yeah yeah and this relies at one point i think they take the piss out of people who like the action more than yeah uh, i think they do actually don't they which i but... felt quite insulted about <laughs> um it does but... sort of seek to insult the fans as well doesn't it it's like you know it does kind of like sort of say yeah, all you people that like this shit, you're all wrong. <laughs> it does a little bit, but I think this is one of the films. If you're fans of the Matrix two and three, 
I think you're going to love this. If you're fans of the theory, the, the whole series, you're going to love this. If you're the fans of just the first one, possibly not. But then there's little bits of the first one. But the action's just never as good. No. See, I like the first one. There was there was a chance to be won over on this. Like, but, nah. Oh well, what what a starts the year then? <laughs> We've got I've got it out of the way. I've got it out of the way. My, my okay. one and only zero zero star movie. I've got it out of the way early. <laughs> well, let's wrap up and um, tell them what's next. Well, we've got a lovely interview episode coming out on Monday, so make sure that you listen to that. And if you haven't listened already, go back and listen to Monday's episode just gone with Ian Nathan because that is brilliant. It's almost like. Dave and I's perfect podcast because we didn't have to talk very much. We just <laughs> wound Ian up and let him go. <laughs> and he was brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant. If you are at all interested in James Cameron or in uh, any of those kind of big movie directors, then Ian is your man because yeah. he yeah, he knows a lot. You know, Peter Jackson, he's he's sort of friends with and yeah, some really good stories in that one. So if you're interested in movies and how they're made and the, the personalities behind them, definitely listen to that episode. It's a great episode. Um yeah, and come back on Monday. Won't tell you who's on who's on yet, but yeah, we'll, you'll be able to find out. Have a listen. Have a keep an eye on Twitter, um, at unequal sequel on Twitter, at unequal sequel on Instagram. Dave will get on there and let everyone know what's happening what what's coming bef- the, like the, the sunday you normally do don't you? i do that on a sunday when i when i remember what day it is because I, I'm, <laughs> I'm a bit confused uh you can also send us an email if you want to we're at unequal at hotmail.com um and yeah just like and subscribe give us a five-star rating you can rate us on spotify now if you're a spotify premium member i think i think you have to be a spotify premium member I think. Oh, okay but anyway if you can, uh, give us a five stars on Spotify. That would be lovely. Um, yeah, we're starting to hit charts and things, aren't we? So good. good we we're in the good pods chart now. So that's nice. Um, yeah, it's all good. All good. Yeah, I've got nothing more to say than carry on listening. Thank you for listening. Um, especially over Christmas. I know it's a quiet period and hope you didn't miss us too much. We had a, a tiny bit of a break, which was much needed, to be honest. Mm. Um, yeah. And we will be back for the next six weeks five weeks of series two yeah. and they're, they're all cracking <laughs> and that's a, a bye-bye from me bye-bye a bye-bye from him bye have a good week see you next time bye